Jay Gladstein has a shul in the five towns. He's lecturing at uh, Pesach and Avrumi Flam in Somerset, New Jersey. You can find him in Torah anytime. He also has written quite a few svarm, including four for Art Scroll, and he's embarking on some new projects. So, a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much, uh, Zev. How's everything? Uh, great to uh, meet you here at the program. Hope you had an enjoyable Yom Tif. Thank you, thank you. So let's first begin. You're building a new shul. You started in your house in the five towns. You've expanded, and now you're building a center. So yeah. tell us about it. So Baruch Hashem, uh, our, our Torah center has really taken off. We have a very nice group of people. Um, it's really expanded since we began about uh, a year and a half ago. And uh, what we'd like to do is create a Torah center, not only for Jews in the five towns, but really from all over New York, because we have weekly shiurim that people come from all over the tri-state area for, from Muncie, from Flatbush, from Bar Park, from Williamsburg. Um, so we want to make a comfortable setting for them to be able to enjoy the shiurim, whether they come live or whether they're listening on Zoom or they're following on Torah anytime. We want the uh, Torah Center to have a recording studio so that the shiurim for Torah anytime and for the other venues have uh, the proper technology and platform to really send out... Uh, it's really everywhere. So we got to talk about also broadcasting on the radio as well. We got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. So, so let me ask you this question. So you're building a Torah center. What makes it different, let's say, other centers that already exist out there? Okay. So Manishtan, forgive me yeah, for asking that question. Good question. That's the, the question of the night. That's the timely question. And really, that's the question that we encounter. You know, we're trying to... Uh, to fundraise for this project, and the last thing anybody wants to contribute to is another shul. That's the last thing the Jewish people need. So the answer is very clear and simple. Any shul, 100 people, 200 people, let's say it has 1,000 people. Think about what percent of the Jewish people they're reaching, 1,000 people. 1,000 people, they're not even reaching 0.001% of the Jewish people. But through the aid of technology, shurim that go on to any time, on podcast, on the OU site, on Shas Illuminated, with the help of Hashem, we're able to reach more than a million Jews a year. That's a significant percent of the observant Jewish community, of the entire Jewish gamut today. How many Jews are there today? Whether 12 million, maybe not even, maybe half that amount. To be able to reach a million Jews a year, that's... Is, a, is that what the statistics show? That's, um, that's a modest, a modest uh, accounting, yes. So that's terrific. And how's the fundraising going? So we just began. And uh, so far, uh, you know, this is something that really resonates with people. Who wouldn't want to... Uh, the, the greatest thing you could do for the Jewish people is education. It's all amazing. You know, all the problems that we encounter, you know, we have kids at risk. What do we do about kids at risk? We have assimilation. These are all reactionary. But the solution is to educate our youth, educate our adults so that Judaism is meaningful to them so that this is not something that they're on the brink about, that this is coursing through their veins and they would never give this up it's all a matter of education So let me ask you the question, a kid at risk is he going to watch a Zoom shear? No, a kid at so the answer is education is not addressing the problem, education is making the environment such that these problems are not issues that we have to deal with in the first place. Because when a child has parents who are equipped to be proper role models, when a child has parents who the tefillah is the most meaningful part of their life as opposed to something that they want to just dispense with, so then these are, these are issues that, so to speak, uh, are, are nipped in the bud before they begin. So you want a better educated Jew? 
That, that's what it's all about. It's all about uh, education. That's why Vitama Torah Keneged Kulam is not an exaggeration. This is the uh, this is the greatest elixir for all Jewish issues. Absolutely. You've also written four books for Archville about various holidays. Tell us about that. Yeah, okay, so we uh, began by writing a book on the high holidays on the Yom Naram called The Mystery and the Majesty. We have a sefer on uh, Hanukkah, The Light and the Splendor, uh, on the three weeks, The Darkness and the Dawn, and most recently on Purim called The Concealed and the Revealed. And really, the approach to all the books are the same. Namely, many of us, we go to yeshiva and we sometimes can have an elementary or almost possibly a childish understanding of the holidays of the Yom Tovim or the Tfilais, and we've never really upgraded that understanding. So we celebrate on an elementary level. But sometimes you need to pull, pull away the veil and dig beneath the surface, and then you encounter such treasure, such insight, and it just ennobles your heart. It completely transforms your understanding of the Yom Tov. So that's what we're trying to do with the Svarim, with the Shiurim, with the help of Hashem. You also have an illustrious grandfather who I believe passed away recently, about 106, am I correct? Yeah, very good. So um, I'm impressed you do your homework. Uh, my grandfather, Herb Mordechai Gladstein, was one of the oldest Holocaust survivors in the United States of America. He was in all the dark places, in Auschwitz, in Dachau, in Radom. And his story is recounted in many places. Actually, I have a, a, a book just about my grandfather. It's called Parashas Gedulas Mordechai, The Life and Spiritual Heroism of Rabbi Mordechai Leib Gladstein. But a lot of it is recorded in the book for Art Scroll, The Darkness and the Dawn. And his life story is a great inspiration to the Jewish people and for me personally. And in all the dark places, he never lost faith in Hashem. He believed every day Mashiach was coming. You know, we're, we're now coming out of the Yom Tif of Pesach. I remember I once asked him, Zaydi, you know, you enjoyed the Yom Tif with the family. You know, how, how was, how, give us the recap of the Yom Tif. And my grandfather said, and now I'm waiting for Mashiach. But anyone could say that. We could all say that. But we say, it, we, for us, it's just words. For my grandfather, he awaited Mashiach like you would order something on Amazon. And they tell you it's coming Monday or Tuesday. And the doorbell rings and, you know, it's likely it. That's how he awaited Mashiach. And actually, he passed away last year on the first day of Pesach. And in his last words, my father asked him, Tati, are you okay? You're not, you're not communicating. And my grandfather said, I'm waiting for Mashiach. So those were his last words. And we try to continue his legacy. That is, making the Jewish people ready, elevated for the coming of that great day. And uh, whatever we could do to bring Torah to another Jew, whether it's in the five towns, whether it's in Brooklyn, or wherever he may be, you know, it's, it's ironic that through technology, you have Jews in Yerushalayim or in Bnei Brak listening to shiurim of somebody in Long Island, you know. So that's the incredible tool that Hashem has given us, and that's really, you know, what you're doing, Rebzev, also. Through the aid of the radio, you're bringing... Uh, the message of Torah and Judaism to Jews of all spectrums. So I thank you for this uh, opportunity and uh, wishing you all the best. Thank you. Looking forward. When is the shul slated and scheduled to be finished? Look, we hope uh, we hope to be in for the high holidays for Yom Naram uh, with Hashem's help. But we uh, we need everybody's help to help make this dream uh, a real possibility. And so where can people learn more or find more information about okay, the project? Th- thank you. So. To 
really connect with any of our shiurim or of any of our projects, or especially uh, assisting and helping on the new building, you can go to our site, rabbidg.com, which we started only a short while ago, and it's really exploded. I mean, uh, really people are just coming to it to access shiurim, which is an incredible thing. There's no, there's no advertising, there's nothing being given out other than uh, the word of Hashem. So you go to rabbidg.com, uh, you'll see the sponsorship and dedication opportunities, and uh, you could really have a, a chilek and a big piece of helping build and rebuild uh, the Jewish people today. One, we'll look forward, first time on the show, not the last time looking forward. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, not only the Internet Center, but the Broadcast Center. Thank you. Well, we'll have to bring you down to the Broadcast Center. You'll show us the ropes of uh, <laughs> how to put it together. Rabbi Daniel J. Gladstein, as you heard, building a new Torah Center, written some fabulous farm books, Arts for All, and look forward to having you back. Thank you so much. Wishing you all the best. And uh, as we say after Pesach, Agazunta Zumer. Everyone should have a, a wonderful season ahead. Bracha Thank you. Perfect. Good. So we got that over here. No, but sir, I mean, if you can do, I mean, I've done it, like I said, for other people.